I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we come up with five sketch ideas. ideas. I'm Andy. And I'm Andy. Here we go, coming up with sketchy ideas. Here's the first one. Lights, eh? But what about lights but for smell? All right, here you go. Alistair, you joke, but you've hit upon something beautiful there because, Alistair, we all know that when you go into a room and it's dark, all the stuff is still in there. All the stuff to see is still mm-hmm. in there, but you can't see it mm-hmm. until the lights come on. Now, what what about that with smell? Mm-hmm. You know, like sometimes we can make out things with a bit of smell, but yeah. but, but if there was a light for smell, yeah. it would just bring all those smells into stark relief. Maybe what it could be yes. is some kind of like corrosive acid gas yeah. <laughs> yes. that you spray into a room and, and, it, it, just, and it just melts little bits of the thing, mm-hmm. the surfaces of things. Mm-hmm. Corrodes and makes the them, yeah, corrodes them and then makes them airborne. Every, and everything, right? Mm. And now you'll be able to smell everything in a room. Mm-hmm. Okay, because there's a lot of things that don't release a lot. This of... meal is very flavourless. <laughs> mm, I'm getting an intense uh, odour of nostril. Because mm. I imagine that'd be the overriding smell if you're breathing in corrosive gas. Mm, I guess um, you would get, yeah. The... <laughs> I mean, you but... get a bit of nostril, you get a bit of blood. Yes. That, uh, the, the, uh, the metallic scent of blood. I ate a bit of sausage the other day, a bit of meat sausage the other day. Wow. And my mouth tasted like blood for... The rest of the day. Oh yeah, eating sausages makes your mouth blood no question. It makes your mouth bleed no question. <laughs> um. But I did, do you do you think that what carnivores don't realise mm-hmm. is that their mouth just tastes like blood all the time? I don't think there's blood in meat. I think they drain it of meat of blood. I think it still tastes like blood. Uh, I don't know. It tastes no, often like meat. Yeah right. Well, I think what meat actually tastes like is blood. Mm. I can't so tell because I've just got the taste of blood in my mouth the whole time. Correct. Right? And then all that you can taste is the meat. Could, but... Yeah. Could what you thought was a chunk of sausage might have been the end of your tongue? <laughs> it was already in my mouth at the time. <laughs> and it was struggling. Up. Like, I tried to pull it out and it did not want to go. Did not want to match. <laughs> all right, this is two sketches ideas. Vegetarian. But, wait, but wait. The, 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 the smell light... Mm. Right, that's that's something. Yeah, I don't know what, <laughs> but like even if it's just it is just that product, you just spritz it into a room. Mm-hmm. It's like a flavor enhancer, you know. It's like salt isn't isn't actually a flavor. Salt isn't a flavor. You might not know this. It's a flavor enhancer. Oh, right. And so you put it into a food, and that allows you to taste the existing flavors. But in what there. about when you? It's have also a, a fair bit of yeah. flavor itself. Yeah, you know, when you like have a mouthful of salt, and you go, <laughs> I can taste something. It's probably just the flavour of your tongue. Oh. Just enhancing. <laughs> oh, if it's, en- if it's enhancing the flavour of your tongue mm. and it tastes as bad as it does, mm-hmm. does that mean your tongue must taste horrendous? I think probably the answer is yes. Because you know when like, you get saliva on your hand and it dries and then you smell it and mm. it's the worst smell in the world. Yeah. That's probably default tongue taste. Do you think, do you think it's, it's saliva, then vomit, then s- s- shit? Mm. It's weird that all the worst smells are things that come from really quite close by within our own bodies. Mm, we're, we're protected from it with very by very thin walls. Yeah, mm. <laughs> thin, quite permeable membranes. Sphincters, you know. Sphincters, yeah. Wet orifices. Mm. Um, but such <clears throat> is the power of the body. Mm-hmm. My body is a temple, and it has its own. Uh, yes, police s- force, like the Vatican. <laughs> and its own astronomer. <laughs> um, 
Um, I mean, I think somebody who eats their tongue thinking that it's a sausage. Mm. <laughs> okay, okay. But can we then put this in the context of a court case mm. where they're a client trying to sue somebody because they accidentally ate their own tongue thinking it was a sausage? Now, and who are they suing? Sausage companies? Well, I'm not sure. For making a product that's that is so, so much like tongue. Tongues. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think yes, because we can absolutely make a parallel between that and some other kind of court case. I'm sure people have brought a similar sort of thing. You know, like it is, it is like when a company, you know, makes a toy that looks too much like a lolly and kids end up eating it and choking, right? Mm -hmm. In this case, it's kind of the opposite. They've made a food that looks too much like something we shouldn't eat, Yeah. right? But it tricks us into automatically eating things that are like that mm -hmm. that we find in our mouths, Yeah. right? And maybe what happened was this person was at a sausage restaurant. Mm -hmm. right? Or festival. Or festival. And they woke, they, they, had a, they went into a micro sleep or maybe a small coma, mm. right? Maybe and then they woke up, mm. right? And assumed that what was in their mouth was some, so, maybe they, okay, this is what happened. A macro power nap, that's a big sleep. That is, okay. <laughs> Sorry, Alistair, I'm too much focused yeah, on my no, own I thing understand. to even process anything that it you wasn't, just said. It wasn't good enough. And we're wasting time to get to your idea while it I'm fades forgetting away. It. I am forgetting it. It's almost totally gone. Okay, so this is what happened, right? Somebody was at a sausage festival. They, they start to choke on a piece of sausage, right? Mm -hmm. And then somebody comes to administer first aid, mm -hmm. right? And they get the bit of sausage out of their mouth. They resuscitate them, mm. bring them back to consciousness. But, but mm. what they didn't... When this person went unconscious, they thought that they had a piece of sausage in their mouth. Mm -hmm. They come to, now they don't have a piece of sausage in their mouth. Mm -hmm. But they start to chew on the thing that they assume is the sausage in their mouth, but it's their tongue. They eat and swallow their tongue. L now, yeah, you go. It's the fault. It, there's, there's a few faulty parties here. One is the sausage manufacturers mm -hmm. making a product that's too much like tongue. tongue. The other is the person who administered the first aid because they didn't alert them when they woke up that they'd taken the piece of sausage out of their that's mouth. That's right, yeah. Right? That's a big worry for emergency services. I, and, think, I think so. And then I can picture this person at like a group um, of uh, like, a, you know, like a group to help people out who, are, who have problems like this. And there's also a person who would say a judge at this, um, sausage, at this festival? sausage festival. They're tasting sausages all day. Mm. Right? And so then they had this experience of putting a sausage in their mouth, like a, just a nub of sausage in their mouth, chewing it up and then moving on. And they got in such a rhythm that when they got home and their beloved kissed them they with ate tongue, <laughs> they bit off their tongue. When, when you are a, a judge at a sausage festival and you've been eating sausage all day, yeah. do you, and you get home, do you think that the first thing your beloved does is goes for a kiss with tongue? Absolutely. Yeah? Because they might be themselves a sausage. Oh, and they know. thought... What I'll do is kind of like a news aggregator, mm. right? What I, I won't bother to eat all the individual sausages myself. I will just lick the inside of this, the mouth of this mm. person who's been eating all the sausages and I'll get sort of a sense of it. I know, but think about it. What if they were themselves? What if your partner was like a judge for mashed potato? Mm. Then suddenly it's a beautiful match Bang made in heaven. Yeah. <laughs> suddenly they're coming in and they're just putting a topper on quite a delicious day. <laughs> That would be the most delicious kiss of mm. all time. Sprinkle a little bit of salt in there. Yep. You got a party. Oh, some butter. <laughs> I mean, it would almost be a palate cleanser that you could have in between, in between uh, each sausage bite and each mouthful of mashed potato that you're judging, and then they could both, you know, palate cleanse. Mm -hmm. One person's mm -hmm. palate cleansing with sausage. The other one's palate cleansing with the taste of mashed potato. Because they the sort of cancel out. Is that and, what you're saying? Well, they, 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 you know, it takes you away from the taste of sausage mm. and it takes you away from the taste of mashed potato. So it kind of resets your mouth. Mm. To the way. perfect midpoint between the neutral mm. that exists halfway between mashed potato right. and sausage. And it would also put a cautiousness within your brain mm. to allow you um, to, to get used to not just biting any sausage-shaped things that enter your mouth straight away. Exactly. You know? And so, so because the people who ran the festival didn't put that kind of, uh, uh, you know, 
pre-thought into their thing, Correct. they are now liable to be well, it's sued. An o, it's an OH&S, you know, it's, a, it's, it's, it's um, duty of care. Mm, absolutely. You know, it's, um, you've got to give your, uh, your workers at your Amazon factory five minutes to go to the toilet every 24 hours. Mm -hmm. That's just human rights. Yeah. And you've got to give your sausage judges at least an opportunity to make out with their beloved uh, mashed potato judge in between, Every half an hour. In between each sausage bite. <laughs> yeah. In between each bite. Yeah. Each bite. So then you kind of have to put the the mashed potato judging table mm -hmm. and the sausage judging table mm. back to back. You know, there's a gap in, there's, there's a gap where the judges stand mm. and the judges walk in between the two tables. Mm. One's facing towards mashed potato mm. table, one's facing towards the sausage table mm. and each <laughs> and after each table yeah. they take a bite and then they turn and <laughs> give a full tongue kiss to yeah. each other <laughs> <laughs> and i guess it would be a great dating thing uh, yeah you know so that you okay. could always be like you know, like instead of showing up to one of those like, you know, traffic light parties where uh -huh. you're, you know, you've got green, I'm, I'm single, mm. red, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm taken and yellow. It's like, look, I could be available. Maybe mm. it'll just be sausage. I'm a sausage <laughs> and mashed potato. I'm a mashed potato. And then the two genders. The two I'm genders. I'm a mashed potato yeah. looking for a bit of sausage. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> It's a dating thing where you show up with your mouth already full of a food. Yeah, well, I mean, right? if you're if you're pa passionate about that food, you would at least mm -hmm. at all times have a little bit of residue in there. In there, and it's good to be honest up front. Mm. <laughs> you probably have some in your pockets. Now, <laughs> can I just bring my my new little germ of yeah. a thing? Right. We do. We, there's all sorts of things to mm. improve the quality of genital to genital slash orifice enjoyment, mm -hmm. right, in the sex field. Yeah. There's, there's, there's things that are ribbed, there's things that are slippery, there's mm -hmm. things that have shape and that sort of thing. You know what there isn't? What? Any of that for kissing. That's true. Nobody is trying to improve the quality of the kissing experience. These are wholesome sex toys yes. for, for kissing. For kissing. Yeah. Exactly. For people who are trying to hold back on, you know, having sex, maybe. Mm -hmm. Or even people who are... You know, they're almost, they've already overdone it with sex and now they're just trying to improve their kissing game. I think it's one of the fundamentals. Mm. You shouldn't be allowed to have sex until your kissing is at a certain level. Until you hit like, you know, uh, you get an A plus or an <laughs> A or something like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the scale. Yeah. It's either an A or an A plus because all kissing's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. That's true. I mean, you know, I guess if somebody's kind of comes in with too much tongue mm. early on, Mm. Uh, that's probably just an A, mm. but then when they sort of pull back a little bit and, and just do just a normal, right. yeah, just a good amount of time, A plus, A plus. <laughs> so, so what I'm thinking are sort of like, you know, things that go around your tongue to make it vibrate, or tongue ring, tongue ring, yeah, sure, keeps I mean, your tongue harder for longer, yes, yes, some sort of ribbed tongue type thing, mm. you know, even even you know, um, vibrating tongue tip, vibrating tongue, yep. What about like a flavored tongue? What about like a, uh, a thimble mm. for your tongue mm -hmm. and the other person could wear like a, you know, like, like a, a fork or something like that or like a, you know, or like a sewing needle. <laughs> so it's like it's tongue role play. Okay. <laughs> you know, so like, you know, let's say if it was sex, one of you might get dressed up as mm. the devil and the other person mm. gets dressed up as like, you know, like a rock star. Mm. <laughs> and the devil gets to have sex with the rock star. And then the devil, and then the rock star gets to be able to like learn a new lick mm. with that, but not that kind of lick. Oh, okay. Yeah. The other kind. Yeah, the other kind. Whatever the kind of you were thinking, that's wrong. Yeah. Um, and but with with kissing, there should also be role play, you know. But why get your your whole thing dressed up? Get when, like you know, like maybe mm -hmm. dress up your tongue like a farmer, mm. and then your partner could dress up their tongue like a cow. Now. <clears throat> And on that, <laughs> while we're doing this, yeah. Alistair, you know, let's let's make it about sex again. When doing role play in the bedroom, mm -hmm. why bother dressing up your whole body? Why not just have little costumes for your genitals? <laughs> okay, and they can 
Maybe, imagine a mm. little suit for your penis. Yeah. So your penis gets to have its own penis. Oh, that's cool. You know? A, a little strap-on. A little strap-on. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, that's really interesting. And so then, and then maybe you're, like, if you're having sex with somebody with another penis, mm. their penis could have, like, a fake vagina or a fake butthole. I love it. Yeah? I do love it. Maybe even they could be dressed up in such a way that the end of the urethra mm. becomes an orifice. Of course, yeah. Or, yeah. but you could... What, you could also dress up your legs like this, or your arms, or your, you know, so that people who are waiting to have sex... Alistair, there's never been a more two in the think tank idea than this. I mean, you could dress up each part of your body as, as a different people and have a full have an orgy. orgy. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, it's great. You could have a, a, what seems like a two-person gangbang, mm -hmm. you know, full-body gangbang. And without um, upsetting God, because you're not actually using your real genitals. Correct. Yeah. Your real genitals are actually locked away. Mm. Or they're dressed up as two disapproving-looking religious figures. Oh, see, that's <laughs> really good. Yeah. One could be the Pope, yes. and another one could be your grandma. Okay. And they're both frowning mm -hmm. and looking disappointed at all the sex that's going on around that's them. That's right. Yeah. So, but God, can't, they, God can't get you for that. No, absolutely. I mean, you could dress up your head as God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Looking down, and the other person could dress up their head as the sun. Yes. <laughs> Together at last. Making out. Mm. <laughs> um, I mean, is that a different thing? No, it's, it's kind of awesome. I think that there should be little costumes that you can get for your head. So you can make your whole head look like a body, mm -hmm. and then your, um, your 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 face. We've got to pause the podcast for one sec. So yeah, this feeds very well into the two in the think tank central question: is like, what is the head of the foot? You know, mm -hmm. now it's not just a philosophical question. Mm -hmm. Now we're applying that philosophy. Yeah, and we're dressing the body parts up, each body part up as a body of its own, yeah. and now it can have sex. Oh, that's right. And you can mix it up, I guess, as well. So let's say the foot is dressed up as a person. <coughs> you know, <laughs> one, of your, one of your orgies, the mm. big toe can be the head, right? But another, at another orgy, the heel could be the head. The costume sounds like it's very flexible. Well, I mean, if you, you, you've built a bunch of costumes that can fit over various body parts. Mm -hmm. I think they need to be flexible. They need to be able to inflate and deflate in mm -hmm. size. They need to be a, a good stretchable material. I think mm. maybe that material that they make leggings out of will, mm. be, will be very useful. Maybe a wetsuit material. Mm. People think that feet are sexy now. Imagine how mm. sexy they'll th think feet are when feet have their own feet. That's right. Or when you dress them up as a sexy foot. Uh, a sexy okay. foot costume. Yeah, you know? okay. <laughs> so you dress them up as a person who's wearing a sexy foot costume. <laughs> what would a sexy foot... Okay, I do quite like this idea of a sexy foot costume mm. because I don't think this has been explored for the purposes of costumery, yeah. that we could have a sexy foot costume where the head becomes the big toe and then you have a series of other toes just sort of mm. next to it. Yeah. And I guess, and I, guess I guess the sort of the, the the breasts will be the ball of the foot. Yes, you yes, so yes, absolutely. And then over the chest area, it'll be all a bit of big um, sort of a what's that a crop top, so that your belly will be exposed, but you'll have sort of lines drawn on it, mm. so it looks like the underfoot. Yes. Uh, and then what you want is that big heel badonkadonk. Mm. Yeah. Or maybe heel, like it's like a tail that comes off that looks like the, um, you know, maybe the, the Achilles heel. Yeah, you know? tendon stuff, yeah. I, uh, I think that, uh, wait, you'll be wearing a thong, but it'll be the Australian sense of a flip-flop type thong over your mm. back. Right? Okay. But still very sexy. Over your back. So, but then, but then maybe what you need, if you have the double thong, mm. which is a thong that is and also... And a thong. And a thong. <laughs> and so you wear it up 
your sort of crutch area. Yeah, okay. And then that kind of really defines the, the direction your foot is pointing. Right, well then, is your head any longer a toe? Eh? No, you're, no, now. If, the head, if, wor it worked very well when the head was a toe. Sure, but like we're saying, there's some diver <laughs> we're diversifying. <laughs> to have that thong there going in between the legs, right, up through the butt crack and everything yeah. like that, then you need to have sort of one leg will be the big toe, mm. and the other leg will be the sort of the second toe. <laughs> okay. You know, and so that thong or flip-flop. And then flop, so you'll have two toes, and you, your camel toe will be a camel um, toe. I guess... Because cam camels have two toes? Uh, no, but, I mean, you can still have fake toes Oh, you have more side. toes hanging off Same the side. Same thing with, with when you have the big, t the big toe as the head. Mm. You were going to make other, other <clears throat> toes. I've changed my mind. The head is no longer the big toe. The head has to be the middle toe, obviously, so that you can be nice and symmetrical and have two mm. toes on each shoulder. Sure, yeah. Or you could just have sort of toes going off to the side, sort of like the, one of those Jackson 5 costumes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Or, or you're the middle toe, yeah, and then you've got two toes ahead of you and two toes behind, behind you, you, and right. you're like the Jackson Five. But then there's not really that much foot unless it just drags behind you, like a sort of like a big jab of the hut costume. <laughs> no, like um, I guess yeah, like a jab of the hut or one of those just you know like a wedding dress drag thing. Mm. But you you make that shape like the rest of the foot. No, this is <laughs> so sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know, are we writing down sexy foot costume? Is that a... <laughs> yeah, I think so. Because <laughs> um, this, is, this is the opposite of what we were talking about, isn't it? Of dressing body parts up as, the, as a whole body. Mm -hmm. This is dressing the whole body up as a body part. Yeah, well, once we, go, we cycle through the whole body uh, as different costumes, different sexy versions of each <clears> body part, <throat> um, we can then go back and um, make each one of our individual body parts, mm. <laughs> make that into any body part we want in a sexy version of it. <laughs> Alistair, this is almost too easy to understand. You can, you can take your hand and you could dress it up as a sexy head. Yeah. You could take your elbow and dress it up as a sexy butt. <laughs> yes, okay, via dressing it up as a person. Right, because there's an intermediate step, right? You dress sure. any body part up as a person and yeah. then you buy a sexy person body part costume sure. for that person. Sure, we can do it that way as well. That's a really good way of doing well, it. Well, you, you bring everything back to a neutral state. That's right, a human. A human. Yeah. The human. Mm -hmm. and, um, Unless it's like a sexy human body part for an animal. And mm. so then first you turn your hand into a, like a dog. Okay. And then you... <laughs> You have a sexy, you have a sexy elbow costume elbow for, for a dog. dog. Yes. And then you put that on your hand, your hand dog. What about dog this? Hand. Right? It's a costume. Yeah. It's a sexy neutral costume. Mm. Or maybe it's not even, I don't, know, I don't know if it's sexy yet. Yeah. But it's a costume that makes you a completely blank slate. That will mm. then you can now dress that up as whatever you want. Now, so right. this is the problem with clothing, mm -hmm. right? There are all these different types of clothes and they're all different sizes, right? Different mm -hmm. shapes and for different body types, yeah. right? What if instead all clothes were built for one default body shape, mm -hmm. right? Maybe the shape of, say, a fridge, right? Okay, a right. large fridge. Mm. Now all you've got to do is manufacture fridge costumes, mm -hmm. right? Or just yeah. like, you know, big foam block costumes that bring everybody yeah. to the, the shape of a fridge. Yeah. And then everybody can wear every item of clothing. Yeah, and right? so then it's standardizing can... the human body. Yeah, into a fridge body. Into a fridge body. Yeah. But then you can dress that fridge as sexy as you like. Yeah. And nobody has an unfair advantage. Mm. And you could put it in a costume that is like, you know, a thin, young, you know, like fourteen-year-old boy. Mm. You know? Yes. <laughs> A young 14. <laughs> a really young 14, like it was his birthday yesterday. <laughs> and that fridge will, you know, it will fit any one of those costumes. Like a, you know, like a young 14-year-old boy <laughs> costume. You can get the fridge into a young 14-year-old boy costume? 
Yeah, but it'll be a big... It'll 14, be huge. Yeah, right? it'll, it'll be, be proportionally... Compared to a real 14-year-old yes. boy. But now a real 14-year-old boy will be walking around looking like a standardized fridge. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so everything will be upscaled. Yeah. But we'll all now sort of start out at the same default sizing, mm. fridge size. And, and this will help the environment. I yes, Alistair, go on. Because... <laughs> Because right now we have so much plastic and, and mm. waste in landfill in the ocean. Mm. And there are products where people are like, you know, this bottle cap is made from recycled plastic, plastic bags. Mm. But there's really not enough of those things to turn plastic bags into. Mm. So once we start turning plastic bags into this new thing, fridges, mm. fridge costumes yes. for everybody, and then outfits. Mm. Finally, we'll have a place to put all this waste we're, produ we're producing and, and people will just carry it around with them at all times. I think what you're describing is just good recycling. No, I know, but, but it's not just good recycling. It's giving, you know, we're making enough recycling products to, to uh, make up for the huge amount of garbage what? that we're producing. Right, right. Yeah, no. Because, I, I mean, I there's a backlog so. of stuff that we haven't... Uh, Mm. You know, that we haven't recycled. We can go back through dumps and take all those garbage bags out and mm. things like that. Anything that hasn't deteriorated. We're going to need so much material mm -hmm. to, to build these fridge costumes for everybody yeah. that it's got, we're, we're going to have to recycle mm -hmm. on a massive scale. Yeah. That, that backlog will be an actual log that you wear on your back. I don't know, I don't know what that means. I mean, we're, we're actually going to have to have so much recycling done, we're going to have to probably produce things from oil mm. just to throw them away yes. so that we can recycle them. Correct. It'll be a front log. Mm -hmm. I'm going to leave this log thing behind. <laughs> um, yeah. I, th I, th I, think, I think that is the future, you know, because... And hopefully at one day the present. Yes, because even when we have universal basic income, Mm -hmm. And everybody earns the same amount of money. Yeah, they'll still have different bodies. I don't think that's what the universal basic income means. Yes, no, no it is. <laughs> <laughs> sure, e everybody but gets at least a minimum amount. We're going to need universal basic body, right? Mm -hmm. So everybody yeah. has a certain amount default, of body. A certain amount of body. Yeah, and then if they want more body on top of that, they have that's to go fun. work for they it. They can go work for it, mm -hmm. but nobody's going to be lacking in body. Not, or at least yeah. in volume. Yeah, exactly. And, and no one's going to be deficient in, yeah, like size. Because mm. everyone will now be the same size. Mm. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I wonder what the sexiest re rectangle anyone's ever drawn has been. Like if you draw a rectangle, mm -hmm. not even draw. Sexy right? rectangle you have, you have a, Like if you, do had, if you did have a cube, or, yeah. you know, rect rectangular prism, the shape of a fridge. Mm -hmm. How sexy do you think that you could make that? Mm. Like, what would you have to do to... Because it, it couldn't have any curves. Yeah. And so traditionally, you know, we think of sexiness as mm. linked to curves. But mm. that's not always not the case. Not anymore. No. And, I mean, I think it would be great to have a competition. Mm. You know, I mean, even on Twitter, we could get on there right after mm -hmm. this and call for people. What is the sexiest... What, what do you think is the sexiest rectangle? We could, I'm having a competition of who can draw the sexiest rectangle. <laughs> you know? I think this would be a gr make a great round on like a RuPaul or a Project Runway or something like mm. that, you know? Everybody's given a standard rectangle and then they have to make it as sexy as possible. But you're thinking, but, but then you're, you're, you're thinking about putting your, just your sexy body around it. No, 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 no. Because no. if you're given a rectangle, then it's just going to be normal. But, or you just think you've got to trim it in certain ways? Well, I don't think you can trim the rectangle. I think you could, you could, you could paint it. 
You know, you could, you could. Um, no, I think, I think you could, because I mean, like, cover it in. You should be allowed texture. to decide how wide and and and. Uh, I suppose the you know, the, the dimensions. The, yeah, the dimensions of rectangle. You can't just give them. How sexy can you make this rectangle? Because then you could just paint some boobs on it. <laughs> right? The sexiest, You're right. The sexiest organ. The sexiest thing you can do. Paint <laughs> boobs on something. Yeah. Then it just comes, then it just becomes a, a competition of who can paint the sexiest boobs. And what does that mean? The biggest. Uh, <laughs> or the most. Who can I fit th the most boobs <laughs> on a rectangle? I thought you had a sexy rectangle, Jonathan. With its two boobs on it, but then I saw Mary's rectangle, which has 784 <laughs> boobs on it, and it absolutely blew yours out of the water. Mm. So yeah, no, it's got to be the actual just a rectangle. It's just a plain rectangle. Mm -hmm. But how do you make it sexy? Maybe it's just it's got something to do with the artist's line. Mm. You know that? Oh, well, what about the golden ratio? Surely the golden ratio is, is that the, the sexy? Is that what I'm that not means? sure. I'm not sure. If they, is the golden ratio applied to? To sort of sexiness? Is it do they apply that to sort of body parts? Well, I think it definitely applies to beauty. Mm. But they've done studies, probably bogus ones, mm. the best kind, yeah. using the golden ratio to analyze different faces and finding that the golden ratio is relevant to beauty standards. Yeah, right. But those are all different in different countries, so I don't see how that can possibly be true. Well, it'd be interesting to see which rectangle gets voted sexiest in each mm. country. Yes, you know, and it could be like you know one of the great art prizes mm -hmm. of uh, you know of Australia. Mm. We have the Archibald. Mm. We have the Black Swan Portrait mm -hmm. Prize. But what about rectangle, sexy rectangle prize? <laughs> well, now that you know those sort of Miss America, Miss Australia kind of beauty pageants mm. are on the nose. Yeah. It's wrong to objectify women, but you know what? It's not wrong to objectify objects. Objects, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and what's less, what's what's uh, uh, more of an object than an oblong? The rectangle. Oh yes, no, of course, oblong. And of course, the ob short. Yes, I mean that can be the two categories. <laughs> The, there's the golden ratio, of course. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows about the golden ratio. Probably mm -hmm. one of the most famous ratios. Yeah. But is yeah. there a bronze ratio and a silver ratio? What about two to one, do you think? Two to one? That's, That's a good ratio. Yeah, it's a pretty... <laughs> it is. Yeah, I mean, it's, and it's pretty famous. One, you know, one to two. That's half? Is that yeah. half? Uh, yeah. Two, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or two to one. It depends on how you, how you cut it. Mm. Um, one to one. Good ratio. Yeah, that is a good That's ratio. more or less the standard ratio. Yeah. I mean, everything in the world is mostly is one mostly to one. one, to one. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'll except for maps. To scale, one to one. Maps are kind of often one to hundred or one to ten thousand or something like that. Yeah, but even but they, they are one to one. They're still one to one as with well. With themselves. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess then that, that also happens with bodies is that they're still, you know, they're one to, they're one to one with themselves, mm -hmm. but then they're also one to one hundred with you know, huge a huge bodies. version of themselves. Mm. So, like your body, mm -hmm. um, is the one to one hundred with it, the one the one hundred times body. Have we already talked about this on the podcast? I that think yeah. This topic we've definitely <laughs> have. We talked about this on the podcast that the maybe the reason that aliens haven't visited the planet Earth is because it doesn't look sexy enough. Hmm. You know, if we want to get attention, yeah, we should increase of its aliens, sex appeal. Of aliens, maybe we could be doing things to make the the planet look sexier. Well, I guess that's kind of what we do with any product. You know, it's like we certainly they, making the planet hotter. Yeah, but are we making it sexier? Sorry. No, it's okay. I mean, like I was just going to suggest, you know, with um with any product, they often sell it by putting an attractive person with mm. it, suggesting that mm. if you have this product you'll be able to have sex with this person. <laughs> and so, I mean, you know, there's a lot of people who are saying that they would go to Mars, say, if we were going to go mm. there on a one-way journey. They're, they're, they've, they've already said, well, could we have a percentage of the population who sign up to say that if, that we can promise to alien life forms mm. that if they come here, mm. we'll, we'll have them, sex with them. You'll have sex with them. Yeah. So yeah. we we've got we we we'll we're available basically. Yeah. There are some people who will do it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we're sort of 
Um, there's some maybes. Yes. There's a big, there's a big pile of a maybes. A pool of maybes. The They're reserves. The reserves. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then there's the like full on like. I mean, we don't. I don't think we need to. Cons the front these, line. Yeah, I don't think we necessarily need a conscription. Mm. But but if not enough people come forward, mm. we may have to do it like that. Mm -hmm. If it's you know, we'll pull out your birthday. <laughs> And if you're on that, then you do have to have sex with aliens. Well, this is really like make love, not war, right? This mm. is sort of, well, what if instead of war, we did have love, mm -hmm. right? And the aliens come, right? Yeah. And we want to make love with them. Will there be a, cons the, the aliens are mm -hmm. disgusting. So mm. love isn't, loving them isn't going to be easy. But would we implement some kind of conscription service where people have to go? If your number gets called, your birthday gets pulled out yeah. of the thing, mm -hmm. then you have to go and have sex with the aliens. Yeah, and I think that you know people would just undergo training. There's a certain percentage of the, <laughs> okay. of the national GDP that that goes to training these people at all times, and because you're training them for whatever aliens could throw at you. Yes, and maybe they will be throwing things. Okay. We don't know we how, don't they, know how do they, do they make love. You know, and so it's we don't even we don't know if they're interested in orifice, but mm. orifices, but we do think that there's a chance that they are. So mm. there'll be a lot of orifice, orifice work. work. Yes. <laughs> Um, you know, aggrandizing them, is that a word that, that you would use? Uh, sort of, mm. I guess I meant embiggening. Mm. Um, the orifices. Yeah, just in case. <laughs> just in case. But what if they want them smaller? Well... And we've gone and stretched out all our no, orifices, I don't, I don't presenting th the aliens with this huge <laughs> floppy hole. Well, that's why we've got the reserves. Oh, okay. <laughs> Who sort of keep things tight. They keep things real tight. They keep, yeah. they run a tight ship. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what happens? Well, I mean, I mean, what the, happens? I'll just run I mean, this way. Wait, wait, there'll the be, different, are, there'll okay. be different battalions. <laughs> okay. Or battalions. No, I don't know. Um. <laughs> so the alien. No, do I like? I like the aliens arrive. Right, they come down. <laughs> we find out what they're into, and the prime minister or whoever has to go on national television and say, "Look." We've had all these forces prepped, stretching out their assholes, <laughs> big and wide, for the aliens. But it turns out that all that was in vain. The aliens don't like big, floppy assholes. They like tight ones. And yeah. that is why I am calling in the reserve. Listen. I'm calling in. It was a, it was a in many ways, in retrospect, it feels like... <laughs> <laughs> we don't. We didn't know. We didn't know. We were trying to be prepared. I mean, I think it would make sense if I guess we just had some people uh. who are ready for large. You know, who are ready for large aliens. Some who are prepared for small aliens. Some people who work on tightening nonstop. But I mean, the prime minister calling for the reserves. Who have you know the virgin reserves, <laughs> untouched. But then you'd be able to get a um a a, a discharge from the from the army. Of the sex army, oh. if you could get a doctor to sign a certificate saying that your asshole was already too big. That's, look, that's fine. That's what Donald Trump would have done. That's right. <laughs> and then do you think he would still be able to become president of America mm. if everybody knew that he'd been discharged from the reserves for his asshole being too large? Probably. I think... He doesn't seem to be able to do anything wrong. Nothing sticks to him. No. So. I think he would have been fine. He would have just said that it was a perfect butthole, mm. and then he, we would have got past it. Mm. Um. Well, that was fun. Yeah, so should we go to three words from a listener? Yeah, absolutely. I uh, think it might be quite a short episode today. We've really so? ripped through it. Yeah, I mean, look, this, this half is 21 minutes. I mean, the other one would have been at least yeah, 10, 20, 15. You know? So, uh, and we don't know how long this last part will take. It could be 45 minutes. This could be longer than the 200th episode. You're absolutely right, yeah. Alistair, and I apologise. No, that's right. Well, you don't, don't assume, Andy. When you assume, you assume. Oh, mm. I haven't heard that before. That's good, because the words are the same. When you assume, you make an assumation. Assumation. So three words are from a Patreon listener who has donated... Three dollars or more, and they can throw, you know send in three words. And this is from a relatively new uh, uh, 
you know, I don't think he's a new listener. I feel like he's been around for a while. Yeah, but great listener. Great listener. One of the best. Perfect listener. Perfect listener. Yeah. Um, and uh, it is uh, Eckel Constantin. Such a fantastic name. I'm not 100% sure I'm pronouncing it all correctly, but I hope so. Eckel Constantin. I hope so too, because I don't see how it could possibly be better. Yeah, great. But, you know, you never know. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Eccles, three words. Andy, do you want to have a guess what they... This is my favourite part of the podcast yeah, now, Alistair, because my I feel like I'm getting better. Me, my favourite part <laughs> is when you tell me that this is the favourite part, your favourite part of the podcast. Um, okay, so, uh, Greyvox? No, Andy. Okay. You decided okay. to go with food. It's not a, The first word has nothing to do with anything culinary. Easy, okay, great. Um... Um, le, le, uh, appendectomy. Andy, the first word is right. Okay, right. Yeah. Right, well. W R I T E. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like the word. Yeah, like mm. the word, yeah. Mm. Or like, I mean, the, all the other versions of right are also words. I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. Okay, I so. mean, it clarifies a little. So the second word, do you want to try and guess that one? Um, noodle house? It's another, Andy. It's another. Mm, right, another. Okay, okay, okay. Now, okay. Uh, do you want to try and guess what the third? Yeah, gizmo. Right, another gizmo? Yeah. Yeah. No, Andy, it's not that. Um, I hate this bit of the Do podcast. you want to try one more guess? Um, novel? Andy, you're going to be... You're gonna shit when you hear this last one. Okay. Because you feel you'll feel like you should have been able to get this. The third word is sketch. Write another sketch. Mm -hmm. You know what? Mm. I think he's fucking with us. No, <laughs> I do agree. Uh, it's a classic Eckle fuckle. <laughs> um, uh, write another sketch. Mm -hmm. Um. You know, Alastair, you, you, you pitched something on the, on the, was it on this podcast about the holding up your thumb, you know, like you're, uh, mm -hmm. you're, you're drawing yeah. somebody in the audience, right? You're holding up your thumb like you would if you're an artist trying to get the relative proportions of mm -hmm. everything. And then it turns out that on your pad, you've actually just drawn your thumb. Yeah. I mean, we could do it. There could be a similar thing in which you think that, um, you know, somebody's drawing somebody on a pad, mm. right? But then... They've just written something on yeah. the pad, you know? Maybe a satirical takedown of the person, mm. or maybe just a really detailed description of them in word format. Mm. Um, like maybe they're squinting. Yeah. Or maybe you're squinting at that person and you're drawing. Yeah. It looks like you're drawing. And then, and then you go, and then you go like that, and you turn around, and it says, I've forgotten my glasses. <laughs> or it just says, Fuck you. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> fuck you. Um, I mean, right now these feel more like jokes from my show. Yeah, oh, you could have those as well if you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Write another joke for Al's stand-up show. Correct. That he's very quickly become very worried about. Mm. <clears throat> um, do you think you mm. could ever write a book? You, know, you write a novel. Quite easily, yeah. Right, right. So you write a novel, it's 230 pages. Okay. Right? But then mm. you tell people it's not, you haven't written a novel. What you've done is you've just drawn a picture of a novel, mm. right? So this is, this is, this is, this would be great art because mm. great art is sort of being a bit of a dickhead yeah. for no real reason, mm. right? And then people have to try and justify, try, try and make it, yeah. justify it up. Reinventing the novel. Right, because, because really mm. when we're doing words, we're actually, they're just drawings of the words. I mean, well, what's the difference between a word and a drawing of the word? Oh, yeah. You know? And so you could just say that, well, I haven't actually written a novel. I've, 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 I've drawn um, a picture of a novel mm. or several pictures of the pages of a novel. Yeah. And um, would that be interesting in any way? Well, I mean, I think that if you were to draw a picture mm. and you were to say that it was a novel, I think that's interesting. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I think that if you were to draw, if you were to write a novel, yes. let's say, you know, let's say a 10-page novel. Okay. But each one of the words was also, 
even though it also was shaped like the letter, mm. there was also another drawing mm. that was another part of a secondary story okay. that oh, you read by just reading the letters. Yeah. Uh, or looking at the pictures that the letters are. Or looking at the pic pictures that the letters are, mm -hmm. which I, yeah. Um, but is that a sketch? Not necessarily hilarious. No, no, yeah. no. Um, yeah. Um. <laughs> I mean, Eccle here has really given us one of the toughest three words. It, 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 in, in a way, yes. In a way. Because, you know, these are supposed to make it easier for us. I don't know if you know this, mm. listening at home, but really this is a bit of time off for us because the, the hard work has very often been done by the person at home coming up with interesting words. This is almost as easy normally as us not doing the podcast. Exactly. Yeah. So I often tune it's, out completely. It's a, it's a way of, doing the, of, of ceasing to do the podcast mm -hmm. whilst we're still doing the podcast. Correct. Even though it makes us do the podcast for roughly 20 more minutes somehow. Um, hmm. Drawing. Write another drawing. sketch. Write another sketch. Write another sketch. And other. Hmm. Um, In, uh, have you seen the movie the Titanic? Yes. Does he say, does she say draw me like one of your sketch girls or uh, French girls or sketch me like one of your your mm. French girls? Probably draw me. What about it's a, it's that same scene? Yes. <laughs> all right. It's a couple, but instead of being a sort of a budding, uh, you know, visual artist, mm -hmm. he was a comedy sketch writer. Okay. <laughs> and she says. Write me up like one of your comedy sketches. <laughs> and then he writes up a sketch while she's laying there. Mm. Sort of, I don't know, she could be eating mm. you know, Cheetos or something. Mm -hmm. And he's going, like that. Mm. And then he kind of, and then he does the sketch for mm. her. Great. Yeah. What about one where he just does a really, he's an impersonator. Mm. And he's impersonate me hmm. like one of your French girls. And he just does sort of adopt her mannerisms and pretends to be like mm. her, sort of for satirical effect in quite a biting way. Oh, yeah. Yeah? And he really takes her down a couple of notches. Yeah. <laughs> and then they have sex <laughs> in a, an old car. Or they don't because she got really upset. Yeah, is that what happened? Didn't like... What if, what if he's a... One of those street... Uh, people who does those uh, caricatures mm. of, of, right? Draw mm -hmm. me like one of your French girls. Mm -hmm. And then he does like a caricature where she's driving in a little BMW and has got a um, pair I think, of roller skates on her head. I think I like the one where he does an impression of her. Yeah. And he just really like <laughs> destroys her every, every aspect of her. He shows every one of her flaws that he's noticed. <laughs> And then she's like, no. <laughs> Does that hurt? Yeah. You know, look. I think that's absolutely a sketch, yeah. Alistair. It's topical, right? Because it's, it's about the Titanic. It's about the Titanic. Um, and, uh, you know, that only went sank a couple of years ago. Um, Roast me like one of your French girls? Mm, I think it would be good. Like, on the, on the set of the movie Titanic... I imagine that the stars themselves were treated quite well. And there probably were extras and that sort of thing who were treated like the third-class passengers mm. on uh, the Titanic. Especially those ones who had to spend all that time in the water. I'm just showing you my thing that I outside. Nope. And so I guess I'll just run us through the sketches. Yeah, I'd love that. All right. Well, we've got smell light. Yes. I feel like we might have already come up with this idea on the podcast once before. Not in its exact format. No. Um, but that's my second favorite part of this podcast is after you saying how the, mm -hmm. you guessing the thing is your favorite part, second part is when you say... I think, think we've already come up with this. With this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, that's what we could come If we ever do another podcast, we could call it, I think we've already come up with this before, on yeah. our first podcast, too, in the think tank. Well, why can't we just do a podcast where we just come up with the same ideas again? I mean, I think... That's already what this podcast is. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, we've had some nice feedback from people, by the way. Some people mm. have been getting in touch on, on social media and I'm getting some messages on Twitter been, and Facebook. It's been very, like very nice. Some nice reviews as well. Nice reviews, nice people getting in contact. Feel free to get in contact at any point. And also check out our Instagram, which is now at 2 in Tank. 
which uh, through some uh, through some strategic starting to follow people who uh, had liked the book cheat uh, mm -hmm. sort of uh, thing that we were on. Yeah, in Instagram post by by Dave Warnicky. We we now already have over a hundred followers. What? Because <laughs> I'm just That's incredible. I, I'm just. I just thought, well, if I, if, I, if I just follow everybody who follows us, mm. then, we, you know, we're all getting something from it. Yeah. Well, then how about, like, even if we're not going to be posting anything on there, mm. why not check in just to see how many followers we've got? I, know, I mean, that's I am update. posting things. I've already posted four things. Far out, Alistair. It's crazy. It's just, it's mostly photos of us as the engineers. I love it. And that last photo that you posted of the episode. I did something. There you go. All right, so, so we got smell light, which is where mm. it puts a gas in the air and instead of a corrosive acid mm -hmm. that breaks apart little particles off the surface of things. And maybe there's a fan or something like that that sort of makes those things more oh, airborne. But you don't want to mix them around too much. Like, I don't mind if you've got to get close to something in order mm. to smell it. Sure, yeah, but I guess it's the, miasma. Yeah. Okay, but I mean, there's still going to be some propellant pushing the, the corrosive gas around. Yeah. Or I guess you could just have it in an aerosol aerosol mm. and just spray it on a table just to see what that what is this ta vinyl table smell, smell like? like really really you know get mm. under that smell enhancer layer yeah smell lights mm -hmm. or you could put it in a what looks like a flashlight mm. you know? and 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 so when you turn it on maybe a light does come on and it's a fresh light exactly what right. does this thing smell like when you get past when you when you burn through that old layer of of the outside of it. Mm. If you get it to unlock its secrets. Mm. I mean, you know, if you were if you were really if you were a table and you had secrets, yes, you'd encode them in a in a sense that people don't normally aren't able to decode secrets. Unable like to smell. apply to tables. Yeah, correct. So you know, a lot of people would write their secrets under a table. What about putting your table? putting your secret into the smell under a table. Anyway, we're done with this bit. A lot of people would write their secrets under a table. The only person I've ever known who's written anything under a table is you, Alistair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so, where was that table? Secrets? I can't remember. You wrote some stuff. It was some, it was some letter to each other, yeah. maybe, me and my old girlfriend. Yeah, that's yeah. lovely. Oh, it's so nice. I wonder where that table is now. Where is it? Know. Was it here with the warehouse? Anyway, yeah, it, was, it, it was somewhere. Okay, so now we got a person who eats their own tongue, thinking it's a sausage, <laughs> and then suing the sausage companies. Correct. Yeah, and then of course, then we have the whole thing with uh, sausage judges who you know are mm. also at this sort of like tongue eaters uh, mistakenly eating tongues uh, because they're sausages sort of uh, experience like it, group. It barely group. needs repeating because yeah. it's all the obvious stuff yeah. you would think of. And then we got kissing sex toys. Now it's not sex. It's not sex. No. But I'm just, I'm just giving you a log line so you understand what it is. They're like sex toys, you know, they're things that vibrate, mm. they're things that lubricate, they're things that, mm. uh, that, that and then give finally, textures. You know, it makes a bit more sense for things to be flavoured. Have you, you know? heard about these new... Um, well, wouldn't it be better to mm. kiss somebody with a mouthful of butter? Sure, of course. Butter's delicious. Yeah, and it's lubricating. And it's lubricating. Yeah. Um, have you heard of these little sex toys for women where it's like... Instead of having like a vibrate thing, it kind of has like a little suction-y thing. Oh. And it's for like the clitoris and things like that. Yeah, right. I haven't right? heard about this. Well, have put one of those on the end of your tongue okay. and suck up other people's tongues. <laughs> hey? Hey? Suck up the tip of their tongue. And then it's like you're... T you're Finally, you'll be able to suck with your mouth. <laughs> I know, but you, your mouth is free to blow. Oh, you know? wow. What a beautifully complex... Yeah, and, so, and then there's also the idea of tongue role play. Uh, in that, mm. and then there's also the uh, like where you can dress up your tongue in, in different mm -hmm. costumes mm -hmm. and things like that, so that they could play. One is a matador, one is a bull. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could also just dress up your head as the setting. You know, one is like one is a castle, <laughs> and your mouth, and then one is a knight that comes in. Uh, you know, and <laughs> um, head smashes around. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then there's also the idea of dressing up different parts of the body as different mm. things so that they could have mm. sex with other people's parts of the other mm. people's bodies. This is lovely. Then we have the sexy foot costume. That's a, that's a separate sketch to those that first... That one had a lot totally of separate. really rich ideas, but this is the sexy foot costume. Yeah. And, um, and that's a well-structured sketch. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's, it's people it's thinking ad. about how to design it. Yeah, and exactly, like how to dress up as a sexy foot and the different ways... It's the CSIRO's doing it. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, it also would teach kids about, you know, uh, it's how to get people into podiatry. If the CSIRO is, has come out with a diet book, mm. why haven't they also come out with a sex manual? Yeah, or a dance book. Or a dance book, exactly. <laughs> these are scientifically, these are the best dancers. <laughs> we've actually looked into it and these are the ones that work yeah. as dancers. Um, then we've got standardise the human body into a fridge shape. So everybody just has to start wearing this fridge shape over mm, them. Default. default. If everybody doesn't know who the CSIRO are, they're, the Australian, they're an Australian government science organisation, the mm -hmm. Commonwealth Scientific and Industrial Research Organisation. Mm -hmm. And they're iconic. They're iconic here. And they are originally set up, I think, to uh, help advance the wool industry. The wool industry. And then later on, they were instrumental in the invention of Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. And something else. Mm. can't remember what it was. We've uh, done stuff. Yeah. And then we've got the Sexy Rectangle Prize. It's mm -hmm. Australia's latest art prize. Uh, <laughs> who can draw the sexiest rectangle? I mean, and this is a real test for artists, you know? Yeah. Um, and there's got to be a rule. You're not allowed to draw boobs on it. <laughs> I mean, you, got, you know. They, they brought that rule out in after the first year. Yeah. Um, yeah. People drive a, drew a lot of boobs on the rectangles in the first year. You know, to be honest, it was all boobs. Mm. Some people had just been clipping out different photography shoots from porn. Sticking them on. And sticking them I on. I mean, most art is rectangles. We haven't, haven't realised this, but most paintings yeah. come in the form of a rectangle. Sure. But then I guess then you're judging what's the sexiest artwork. On the rectangle. I think it should just be a plain rectangle. It's just rectangle. the rectangle. Yeah, it's just a, it should be a block. Mm. You know, a block. Maybe, it, maybe they announce the colour the rectangle is going to be every, every year. Mm. There's a new colour. Mm. That way you can't, you, have work worked, you can't have worked on the rectangle all, all exactly. year. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, then we have people who will have sex with aliens who we <laughs> use to lure, lure aliens to Earth. Yeah. So We've got to make seem like seem like we're up for it. Yeah, and we've got to say, like, okay, so that we can broadcast out there, all right, there are people here, here that you will be allowed to have sex with, um, you know. 10% of the population. It's a, like an alternative uh, military, but it's mm. a lovatory, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then we have the roast me like one of your French girls, yes. which is the sketch based on the scene in the Titanic, but instead of a, a budding visual artist, he's a... Uh, he's a guy who may soon be on... He's an insult comic. Yeah, yeah. Or he may soon be on, on SNL as, a, as an impressionist. Um, that's right. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We really do appreciate it. So much. Um, I, uh, I've liked it. I've enjoyed it. I've liked it. I've had a really good time. That was, yeah. two, that was 210. Can you believe it? We're already 10% of the way to oh, the 300 it's, episodes. It's insane. It's insane, Alistair. <laughs> it will be tomorrow. And uh, you've already, like, we, we initially after the 200th episode, we were saying, well, we're not, we're, we're just never, not we're never do doing 300 again. sketches. Yeah. And then, like, two weeks ago, you sent me a message just saying, I think we've got to do 300 sketches. And, because that's out there now, that has to happen. <laughs> I know, and 16, 17 hours already felt like so much. Yeah, I don't think we're the only people to think that. No, yeah. But, you know, quite a few people tuned in. And in the live streaming, we really uh, took it up a notch. We really did. We really did. So I don't know what we'll do next time. Maybe it'll be a live performance. Maybe we'll get audience in. Mm. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll, have, we'll need a full weekend. <laughs> So it just needs to be a place. We could maybe we could rent one of those peep show places. Oh, okay. And people yeah, can, can just come in, in and look through. So that we never, so that you know we don't get self conscious when we mm. feel people are like mm -hmm. right in front of us, or we don't feel like we're performing well enough. Mm. Uh, people could just look at us through little things after putting. And we will be naked. And we'll be nude, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and it'll and it, yes, it is fine for you to do whatever you want in that booth. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Two and Tank. I'm and, at Stupid Old Andy, and I'm at Alistair TV. Uh, we're on Instagram at Two and Tank. You got any other stuff to plug? Uh, not really. Uh, we will be at the Comedy Festival next year. Yeah, with our so, show Teleport. With our show, show Teleport, with us as the engineers again. 
uh, based, you know, sort of like the Magma show, and then I'm also going to be doing a show, uh, a solo show, which I'm not at all worried about. Called? Called Art Rat Hybrid. Art Rat Hybrid. Yeah. And, uh, I'm excited about it. I'm really excited too. And uh, so we just want to let you guys know that you're so important to us. And we, we love, love you. you. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's, it's up to you. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 